You've tuned into the Grassroots Gardening Podcast, which is a gardening entertainment show inside the UK where we talk about how it is to run and operate a gardening business. Sometimes we have guests, sometimes it's just us. Either way, we hope to keep you company while you're on your grassroots journey. Hello and welcome back to another episode. So we've got a fantastic episode for you today. We've got Mark from Lawn Stripes and Hedges. He, You may well have seen him on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, all sorts of socials. He's absolutely everywhere at the moment. Um, he has 700,000 followers across all on all platforms. And uh, he's here today to talk to us about his grassroots story. And I guess two stories, his story as a landscape and business owner and also um, a social media business owner as he is now because that's becoming a massive part of his life and his business so welcome mark thanks for joining us no worries thanks uh, thanks for inviting me on you're quite quite all right the um so where did it start with the business really so if you could just tell us a little bit about you and how you kind of started in landscape and maintenance and then i guess a little bit about your your current business yeah so i when I left school, um, I'm from like a bit of a kind of a rough area in Manchester, um, Salford. And when we was growing up, we was just little scallywags. And uh, we, we was running across a farmer's field and we damaged some of his stuff. And as a, as a kind of a punishment, the police took us to the farmer and we had to kind of just work on the farm for two weeks um, for pretty much kind of for free. We was only like 14 or something. And um, when we was going there every day working in the school holidays, there was a van, like a tipper coming in with people on the back of it, like young lads laying turf. Right. And I said to the farmer, when they come to our two weeks, I said, can I stay on and help them lads? He went, um, he says, how old are you? I said, 14. So when you've got your national insurance number, come, come and uh, give us a shout. So we come the next day, weirdly enough. So I went straight <laughs> back to the, to, to the farm and um, I, it was... Um, lanes landscapes in in salford and i worked with them for like three years just like kind of doing my apprenticeship getting everything done and then i was out in manchester one night with my mate and he was you know buying bottles of vodka and champagne i was like mate why have you got so much money he was like i work in sales mate i was like i need to change my job <laughs> so i come out of landscaping went into sales and and i did that for m- most of kind of i'd say 10 10 years or so um, but then I'd always done bits of kind of landscaping in the meantime, just for like yeah. friends, family. And then I worked for like fast forward quite, quite a long time. I was working, I moved to Macclesfield um, and I was working for our Superbike factory. Worked there for five years. I loved my job, um, earned a lot of money through sales. And then I got a price on my garden because I thought it's, my mate once said to me, if your time is worth more than a gardener, it's just employ a gardener to do it. And I thought, do you yeah. know what, you, you, you're kind of right. Because I was earning quite a bit of money. And then my garden's 150 square metres. And they wanted, the, the company, well, I had about three or four companies come out. Everyone kept letting me down, changing times. I'll be here on Thursday, never turned up. And then one guy came out and he said, like, it's going to be eight grand for basically ripping the garden out, leveling it, turfing it. Now, I know prices have kind of increased and stuff now, but I managed to do it all for like, say, 700 quid myself. Yeah. And I, just, and I, it got me kind of back into it. This was like four years ago. And then my missus said, why don't you 
I think one of her friends said, do you want to just, will you get him to do my garden? And I went and I did that. And then I just thought, I was, weirdly enough, I was kind of, what got me onto it is when I'd, when I'd landscaped my garden, I was watching Austin Jarrett from uh, Alec Mowers, yeah. Bertie from um, Pro, is it Pro Care from Ireland? Uh, what's he called? Bertie. Oh, um, uh, Bertie Lynn. Yes, Bertie Lynn. Yeah. So I was yeah. watching their videos on, on YouTube and like getting my, about lawn care. Yeah. I then went and did a course with Richard um, Salmon on lawn care, just for my own personal thing, just to get my lawn yeah. like perfect. So I did that and then I was just laying in the bath one night and, and I thought, like, like sat in the bath, <laughs> sat in the bath one night and I thought, Do you know what? I'm going to quit my job tomorrow. And I said to my missus, I'm going to quit my job tomorrow. She went, yeah, whatever, shut up. And I went in and said, I'm going to start my own business. Because I was watching that many videos on, on YouTube, motivational stuff. Because when, yeah. when you're in sales, it's very hard. I, I was the top salesman for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. And to keep myself motivated, I'd watch Denzel Washington videos on being positive and Will yeah. Smith on dreams and watching so many different videos on on how to kind of um, be better at what you do and be positive. And I remember watching the, the gent, you know, the guy off Wolf of Wall Street, um, what's he called? Oh, um, I can't remember his name. It comes uh, no, I, remember, I can't remember his name. Um, I remember watching one of his um, podcasts um, and I just thought, do you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm just doing it. I'm just doing it. So, I lied to my missus. I said I had a lot of money saved up in the bank. I had sixty quid. Um, <laughs> and I went, I went, I went in, and I said, um, said to my manager, said I'm going to leave, mate. Now this was a time where they were offering me a promotion to be a manager mm-hmm. of kind of a different department, um, and the owner of of um, a superbike factory at the time, Scott. I was, I was very close to him, and, I, and he come to me and said, "Why are you leaving?" And I said, "Look." I just want a bit of the pie now. I just want to go out, earn my own crust, and I want a, I want to have the best gardening company in the UK. Because everything I've done in life, I've always tried to be the best at everything. Not yeah. better than anybody else. That's not kind of what I was saying. It was more the best that I could be. As a, yeah. So I wanted, I wanted someone to ring a company up, them answer the phone in a polite manner, they tell them that they're going to go and quote a garden, they turn up when they say they're going to turn up, and they do the job they say they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Now, if you could get all them three things right in, in your business, there's no chance you could fail. So I thought, yeah. I'm just going to do it, and I quit. And now, one, one thing, when, when you're leaving someone's company that, that you've been there for such a long time, um, you'd think they'd be a little bit kind of upset at you, a bit angry at you, because I, I used to kind of always get the figures in for him. Uh, and Scott said to him, how much do you own your credit cards? And I said, nothing. He went, don't lie to me, show me. And he owed like 900 quid or something on him. And he transferred a grand in my bank and said, I don't want you leaving, owing money. I want you to go out and smash it now. Um, You owe it to yourself. So then I was like, and it gave me a little bit of a surge to kind of go on and just just do it. So then when when I'd left, I did all them three things that I said I was, I was going to do. The work started coming in. I never kind of, never dried up with work. 
Um, but what I was starting to do is kind of give work away because I was that, getting that busy. Um, I was then ringing people who I knew saying, do you want to do this Jack landscaping yeah. job? Do you want, um, I was ringing my other mate who'd left at the same time saying, do you want this garden maintenance job? <clears throat> so then I thought, do you know what? I'm just going to take somebody on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, so how, I, long ago, how long ago was this then? How, how long, how long three ago? years ago. Three years ago, right, okay. Three not years too, ago, not yeah. too long then, recent. No, no, we're in year four now. Right. Um, And then I took somebody on and the classic, when you first start looking for somebody, you just look for a mate. Um, You reach out to arm's length and grab anyone that looks like a (laughs) landscape. Exactly, yeah. Uh, And that was the first big lesson learned, should I say, because Mm. um, it just doesn't work. It never works. I suppose if you kind of start a business with someone, it's a little bit different. If you're both starting at the same time, you both know what the goal is. But um, for my vision, I'm very, very particular in, in how I do things and, and what I want from my business. So when we first started, it was all staff in uniform, all van sign written, no smoking yeah. on site. Um, you don't pee in a customer's garden. There was very kind of rules that you would expect from a proper company. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to separate the the stigma of unreliability as, as in our, you know, our trade. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just focused on that for about a year, took a few people on, um, for year one, did more garden maintenance and, um, lawn care. Yeah. Now I never intended to do lawn care. That wasn't my goal because, um, my, passions were just being outside and gardening mm. um i wasn't i didn't even want to go into landscaping i used to tell people i'm not doing landscaping because i'd done it as a as like a, as my apprenticeship yeah i'd done it for a long time um I, I know i did my garden and i enjoyed it and it was only when a woman said to me oh um i've been let down off my patio doing and i said she said can you do it i said i, I can do patios but it's not what i want to do I wanted my focus to be a fully mm. garden maintenance, eco-friendly garden maintenance company and grow it massive. Um, but then I just went, you know what? Yeah, I'll do it for you. Did the first one and then it just went, it went mad. Like I did, I did the first one, said I wasn't going to do it again um, and then did another one and then it just kind of just went and went and went then. Yeah. Um, but then... Things had moved on from when I landscaped in college. So, you know, it used to be pretty much like if you put in flags down, you'd dot and dab them. And yeah, quite, yeah, yeah. Quite swearing nowadays, that. So mm-hmm. it, it was very much I needed to get up to speed in regards to like all the new regulations and everything. So <clears throat> bought the new regulations, but went through it um, and just carried on. And then it was, I only started putting on social media because. Um, a customer thought we blocked a drain up and I definitely knew we didn't do it. I mean, we, I went and rectified it. I, I picked it up and there was, I cleaned it out. And as, as I've got my drain rods down, a lot of baby wipes come out. And I said, I'll be yeah. honest, I don't landscape with baby wipes. It's not something I use. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Um, but then I thought, do you know what? Just to protect myself going forward, I'm going to record my work. Um, and then... I was just messing around one evening and I just thought, oh, I'll just put it, 
I'll put it on so customers can see my whole process. So my videos are very much the whole process of a job. Yeah, uh, you'll get people putting snippets on or <laughs> putting a flag in, or but the, there isn't anyone that does like the full process of you know detailed camera close-ups of them putting a flag in, then the whole job, and then kind of explaining the whole process. You get the you can go on Facebook and you can put know how to lay a patio sorry on youtube and put how to lay a patio and there'll be a guy in there telling you how to lay it but there's no one that tells you to renovate a full garden yeah Uh, but i put a video on and i didn't even think anything about about anything about it and later on i think it was my missy said that video's on 10 million i went you are (laughs) (laughs) no way but then i thought well maybe there's something to this so i only just started putting them on for um kind of views really um and then it was august last year i put a video up in we did a a, just a little garden renovation in in mac um and that did 25 million in the first weekend and i thought wow there's a bit to this and then you you can then once you hit certain numbers you can then turn everything to monetization so you know you know you now i now get paid for the videos that we put on we now get sponsors brands coming to us um big companies coming to us to to promote stuff or they want to just give us something and they want to just tag them in the video so it's yeah. it, it we're now into kind of year four social media's took a, a massive positive impact in the business because of we're now booked up for 12 months we've booked up till nice. february next year um i've got some interesting projects i've been approached to go and be on tv um i've been approached oh, wow. to do a um to, to jump on at someone else's program um a tv program and me do all the landscaping for that program oh, nice. uh, so yeah it's just it's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger yeah, and yeah, like yeah. when when i sat down with the my eight agent the other day um because it was it wasn't long when once we'd done a hundred thousand on insta i think tiktok we was on 200 000. we had about three hundred thousand followers on kind of all platforms at the time um and i was getting companies ringing me to do brand deals yeah and, and he said what you know what do you charge and i went I don't, I don't know. No <laughs> I idea. I, I don't know what I'm, I don't know what I'm worth. <laughs> but like, you just don't know because yeah, yeah, you, you, know, you Google yeah, how much does somebody with a hundred thousand followers get on pet? I'm thinking it says between yeah. five and seven hundred pound. So then you go, all right, well, I charge five hundred pound. Testing the waters, and they go, mm. oh yeah, that's fine, yeah. And it's like, I charge six hundred pound. You don't yeah. know where to go. So then I. My, my missus worked with like a, an influencer at her work. Um, well, she did before she come with us. But so he had a, an agent, and I just rang that rang him and um, and said, "I'm kind of on the up. I'm getting all these calls to people to give me money. I don't know what to charge. Can you help me?" And he was like, "Absolutely." Um, and like now, it's it's we get offered a brand deal pretty much every week and it's this month we'll learn more off social media that when we do off actual landscaping and <laughs> garden maintenance <laughs> altogether. that's crazy so just yeah. dialing it back a little bit so do you still do garden maintenance as well as the landscape? yeah so i don't I'll think i've seen too much of that 
Yeah, so I that's just because of the time of year, but we, a yeah. lot of um, a lot of our videos that we did for maintenance went viral last year. But um, I've split the businesses up into completely three different departments now. Yeah. So my missus runs all of the social media inboxing. She runs all of the garden maintenance, uh, all the quotations, uh, yeah. and all the, like all like the payments and banking. So she deals with that, and I just deal with landscaping, and I deal with the videos for social media. Yeah. Um, so and when you were actually on a project, then how it must be really really difficult to film because you do film everything. Yeah. I mean, I've tried to film projects before, and yeah. completely amateur, and like. Yeah. The phone rings and then like i knock the camera over and like yeah, it yeah. doesn't look particularly glamorous and it really like it's really yeah. hard yeah really it's hard not, it's not easy um but i, I have ad i don't I, I wouldn't say suffer with adhd because i actually think it's a kind of positive but i've had adhd all my life and i'm constantly like i'm talking to you now i'm already thinking about what i'm videoing tomorrow yeah. Like you're constantly thinking about different stuff, but then what's also kind of annoying from my missus point of view is she'll come and talk to me and she'll be talking to me and I'll be looking at her and I, it won't, I, it just won't be registered <laughs> because I'll be thinking about a sound in my head about a TikTok that I want to do tomorrow or an Instagram that I've heard a two, two days ago now and I think that video will go with that sound. So it's, it is difficult, but I enjoy it. It's, it is enjoyable when you put a video on and you think, oh, I love this, and you get yeah. loads of positive comments. The negative stuff, obviously, when it first come around, it killed me, man. I didn't. I, I remember saying to actually, yeah. got last, not last year, year before, um, because I was having a difficult time. I've got five vans now. At the time, I had two vans. They were both off the road. I had employees that would kept ringing in sick that it was raining and I thought, do you know what? I just cannot be bothered about this. I'm just going to quit. And he said the best thing that anyone's ever said to me in my life, don't quit today, quit tomorrow. And when, when you wake up tomorrow, remember you're not quitting today, you're quitting tomorrow. And then every day you woke up and you thought, do you know what? I'm just going to get through today because I'm going to quit tomorrow. And then when you do wake up the next day, you say the same thing again, because it, it although it's tough, like I went, it went, it never got easy for six months, but then now I'm like, my agent was telling me I'm number three in the whole world for landscaping videos on, um, you on social media. That's crazy. Good going so that. that is crazy. When, when you think of like, and when he said that, I'm like, nah, nah, I'm not. I'm gonna have a look now. <laughs> so then I went on TikTok and I and I searched landscaping accounts over 100k and i was i was number three and, and that was just on tiktok so yeah, yeah. on um and it was M because we've done we've done a deal with mkm as well because i use mkm and yeah. i was approached off another uh merchants asking me to do videos for them and i thought well I, it's a bit wrong because i've used mkm from yeah. the start when i didn't have any followers so i'll mm -hmm. just ring them and ask them if they would like to do any collaborations with me Mm -hmm. um, and Scott, their kind of head of marketing, he rang me back and said, "Yeah, we'd love to do something with you." Yeah. yeah. So integrity, kind of... integrity is everything with stuff like that. You know, yeah. your audience trusts yeah. you that you you're not feeding them just yeah. the, the latest sponsor. And no. I think yeah, holding out for the right things, hundred percent. Yeah, it's good, and that's why I do a lot with um, with with Alec as well because yeah. I'm not 
I'm not sponsored by Alit. Um, right. Not, they don't pay me for anything. So um, the, re the the whole reason is when I went, when I set my business up, I wanted to be eco-friendly. And I rang at Alit on a Friday at like five o'clock and Austin picked the phone up and I was talking to him and I said, I, I, I want a professional cylinder mower, but that I can use in a domestic garden. But I didn't know who Austin, I knew Austin through the videos, but I didn't know it was Austin on the phone. Yeah. And um, and, I said, and he says, well, they don't, there isn't one. I said, well, can you not make me one? <laughs> and he was like, well, it's not that easy. And then he said, well, tell you what, I've got, I've got a mower at my house, um, which you can have. Um, and I said, yeah, yeah, per yeah, I'll, I'll have it, whatever. And I, I went to his house and I went, you're not the salesman because <laughs> his house <laughs> was sick. And I was like, you, and, it, and my missus like, mate, you can't say that. And then he was like, no, it's, you know, it's fine. And then he gave me a Liberty. Um, I think Liberty is on like 12, 1300 quid. Yeah. And he gave me one for a couple of hundred quid. It was yeah. obviously, it's what he had, but yeah. that for me, he didn't need to do that. He, no. he did it to kind of help me. So <laughs> then when he when he brought the sterling out, he rang me and said, that mower that you wanted, I've made it. And I was like, would you want to test it? I went, absolutely. <laughs> so <clears throat> I tested that, I think it was about 18 months. I kind of run that through its kind of paces. And then he invited me for, when I went to drop the sterling back off at, at Alec, um, he took me for a meal and stuff, and he said, "Look, I'd, I'd, I really want to get another sterling in your, in your hands." And I said, "Look, I'll, well, I'll buy one." Um, yeah. So I bought, I bought one. Um, I mean, the video that I've just done with them is on about five, six hundred thousand um, views, which it yeah. kind of help, helps them, um, helps me with new content. So. Yeah. That's I like, I we, we, we like we we've had we've had Austin on this um, on the podcast uh, a few months ago, and some of the stuff that Alex, considering that like the cylinder mower market is always seen as really fuddy duddy, yeah, Alex have done a fantastic yeah. job in bringing them to the like the twenty first century. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're really really good, um, and some of the social media stuff that they do is like very very innovative. You don't see anyone else doing it, especially no. in that market. Um, so yeah, I, I can understand where <laughs> those conversations came from with you. So yeah, yeah but yeah, no, I'm a fan. That's why I said. Um, that's why I said to him when I went to a charity function with him a couple of months ago. I don't even know when it was. Um, and he kind of worked around the table, just talking to everyone. And he come, he got to me, and he was like, you know, um, I'm really kind of proud of where you're going and you know he said he said I was a little superstar and it kind of made me happy because <laughs> it was weird because obviously I was watching his videos four yeah, years yeah. ago on lawn care and he's now telling me that I'm a superstar and I was like nah come on <laughs> so that's why I kind of with me I remember reaching out to a company when I'd first started and, and a battery powered company mm. uh, and I asked them for um, to see if I could trial some of the stuff, and they completely yeah. just fobbed me off. And I thought, oh, okay, like, don't matter, don't, no skin off my nose. And that same company has just messaged me asking me to do a cl collaboration. And it's like, are you are you actually joking <laughs> me? Like, Mental. look at our previous messages on, on yeah. Instagram. 
Um, and it kind of makes me laugh. And and the, the one of the companies that reached out to me, I messaged Austin and said, look, um, this company's approached me um, for this particular product. You don't make this product, but you could make this product. And I would rather hold out to potentially test this in the future than burn my bridge and use another company. And he's like, no, it's nothing like that. Like, you wouldn't you wouldn't burn your bridges with me because, you know, we don't make that yet and this, that and the other. And I said, yeah, but I'm not like that as a person. Like, mm-hmm. if I know that you're bringing a, a, you know, a kite out in a year's time and I make sure you, I'm not going to go and sponsor someone else's kite next week because yeah, I, yeah. I know what's coming in the future. Um, and, and I've stuck like that with all my deals that, that I've kind of done. Mm. If it's not right for the business, I just don't do it because yeah, my audience now are kind of just starting to kind of trust me in a way that I wouldn't I wouldn't say fans because it's not I, I'm, it's just I put my videos on for entertainment, but mm-hmm. I'm now getting regular uh, followers that are commenting saying you know I love it, yeah, you know, yeah. positive feedback and trusting what I'm saying, especially on Instagram. When I put a video on Instagram. Um, people message me saying, where have you got this from? Where have you got that from? Yeah. And so they're asking for my advice. What One customer messaged me last night, not a customer, a follower, saying, um, I've been watching your videos and I'm having my garden landscaped at the minute and they're not, they're not doing it how you do it in your videos. And I just went, look, the, I'm, that, I'm not about that. Like, this is not, that's not my channel. I'm not, yeah. not going to flag someone's work off because one, I can't, I get it all the time where someone will say they don't not not many normal people say but other landscapers will try and discredit you by saying yeah you've not got the right fall on that patio one guy said you've not got enough MOT in that like I'm sorry like I put a one one and a half minute video on of an eight hour day <laughs> like how do you know what I've done yeah. in this garden and it's like it, it just makes you laugh. So I don't even get in that. I don't try and fall in that trap of slagging anyone off. I don't, I don't, when I first started my business in this town, the amount of people that used to say to me, oh, he's your competition. And I said, I'm nobody's competition because my goal is different to all them. What, yeah. All the other companies. I want the best trusted company in my town. And mm-hmm. I want to be big on social media. Like there's now no one's even close to me in this town on social media yeah um, we we've got over 90 in fact in in total it's 155 star reviews on on our uh, review page things um so that's like the most kind of out of anyone so and i've done that from hard work turning up on time doing the job we say we're gonna do and give the right price so what, what do your team think about the social media side yeah, like because you must have just turned up one day with a camera and yeah. they were like what's going on now so like, one of the first videos that i did was with rocco now rocco in our town is a bit of a celebrity he played for england he played for united um football team he then right. played for macrofield fc um and then he mac mac town you was professional but you had a job as well and his yeah. dad was a a very much um old school you've got to get a job you've got to do this in case this doesn't work out and um he was one of my first employees um 
proper employee. All my staff are employed, so yeah. there's no subbies or anything like that. They all get holidays and and um, stuff mm -hmm. like that. So yeah, I took him on, and so because he was because he played for United and he's young, and everybody knows him because Max yeah. is very much a town town. So yeah, yeah. when Rocco was going out to jobs, they were like, "Oh, Rocco's coming," and Rocco. <laughs> So they all kind of, he was like a bit bit of a kind of celebrity in our town. So then when he started working for me, we started doing social media. The tables kind of started to turn a little bit. Yeah. So then when I go out on a night out, they go, oh my God, that's Rocco's boss, the TikToker. So <laughs> it kind of turned a little bit now, but they do love it. Joe, Joe, who's my kind of right-hand man, my labourer uh, apprentice, he... Yeah, he like he watches them. He he likes them, um, but it's more when they go out on a night out because they're young. They're all nineteen. So I've got a, I've got a sixteen year old as well. Um, they're all they all kind of like it because all the mates are like, oh yeah, that's sick. That like what a good yeah, work because yeah. it's a young. It's a, <laughs> social media is a young man's game, really. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It seems <laughs> to be the um. So what? How do you? fair with the comments now then because obviously the bigger you get the more comments you get and you know yeah. inevitably the percentage of negative comments gets bigger as well yeah, um, yeah easy. Well, what i found as a business the more when you get bigger the more people try and get from you so like when i was when i grow because i've grown the business to like four vans without the so we was on social media it was on all platforms but we wasn't viral um but because Max a reasonably small town. There's fifty five thousand people that live in Mac. When there's four sign written bands, all I don't know if you've seen my bands, like green yeah, grass, and then they've got like lawn stripes and hedges, and then grass out the back. When you see them, they stand out massively. So the first kind of recognition I got was in Tesco. The woman said, um, "Oh God, I see your vans everywhere," um, mm. and I said, "Oh, oh, thank you." She went. Um, is it a big company? I said, well, it's just my company. Like, I've, I've just got all my lads have vans and they all do independent jobs. And she was like, oh, you must be proud. And then it was a little, like, surreal moment where I thought, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, it, it, it's it's the little things. But we, with me as a kind of person, even when I started the business, I always thought to survive and do good, I've always got to give back, whether it be... A conversation with someone or giving something back to the community i need to do that so i started the east cheshire cre uh, christmas tree collection with east cheshire hospice i didn't start i just right. joined it for the day. um and i started that doing that year one with one bands and then this year we had four bands doing it um and when people see that you're doing that it's just nice because we do it for free mm -hmm. and I don't ask for my fuel back, which all the other companies do, but because I think if you're going to do it for charity, just do it for charity. Yeah. So it raises money for the hospice. And then we did that, and then we did the hospice put a tender out to landscape the garden. Right. So then I went to it, um, and it's a hospice full of really ill people, end yeah, of life yeah, yeah. people. Yeah. And I yeah. thought, well, the, all the nurses there, it's not like someone's pulling in a Lamborghini or a a Bentley, the MD, like they're all hardworking people. So I put the price in, but I didn't put any wages on for myself. Mm. And, I, and I just did my lads at the normal kind of rate and I didn't make any money on materials. 
And I put it in and the woman rang me back. She said, I don't think this is right. Like, are you sure? And I went, yeah, because people had put it in for say 20 grand. Yeah. And then I put it in yeah. for nine grand. So it was yeah. like, well, it doesn't, it's not, you're really cheap. And I said, yeah, because you're a hospice. I'm not going to take the mick. But then we did that. And then after we did that, we was, we had like a month or two months booked in. We'd had the rest of the year booked in straight, yeah. pretty much straight away um, from people saying, oh, I've seen you at the hospice or I've seen what you've done here or I've yeah. seen you on the Christmas tree run. So that was the biggest thing for me is giving back to people. Mm. And you, you can't give back, give to receive. You've just got to give. Yeah. You've just got to give and think, because if it's right, I'll get it back. Or in regard to like positivity. And positivity yeah. for me is my business doing well. So I never, we, we, we put it on social media this year to help the hospice because on Facebook, we've got 110,000 followers on Facebook. So I don't put it on for a big, I am, oh, I'm helping a charity. I just always either share their post or put a post on saying, um, it's the Christmas tree collection this this year and do it that way. So it's not, so I'm not, because I don't like it when people um, put stuff on social media that they're doing something for a charity, but it really, it's just all about them. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I was very, you know, careful in how I tread around that when yeah. I put it on social media. Yeah, the, um, all the customers that you've got put in for like the next year or so, are yeah. they all kind of like, Obviously, because I'm I'm assuming that that's going to be content as well as, as well yeah. as for the business. Have you had to be quite careful in terms of who you? Yeah. So <laughs> we we it, yeah. So it's difficult because I've recently I've been out to customers and they've been a bit weird with me because they've seen me on social media. In oh, regard, okay. to, I went to one lady and she kind of like went a bit red in the face and she was like oh um, it's weird seeing you in real life and and it <laughs> like, like I was a celebrity but then it made me feel weird and I was like well, yeah because yeah. a fellow was like oh um yeah oh I see I watch all your videos and um the garden was tiny that I went and I said what is it what's it you um kind of after and they went oh they just want a little bit of this this and that but I know they want it just because they want to see their video yeah, yeah. On, on social media um so it's every, every, it's good because every day is kind of different in in regards to that because what one thing the last job that I did Elaine the porcelain job yeah. um, with steps going through the garden um, her neighbour come over and said um, oh you're that famous guy off TikTok and Elaine got found me through TikTok through a daughter so a daughter was watching videos and she's like. Um, why don't you use this guy? He's in Mac. And she was like, yeah. what? So then yeah, yeah, yeah. She, didn't, she didn't find me on uh, on whatever she'd searched me on. It was the daughter that said, you use this guy. So when she said, when I watch your videos, I could see that you do everything proper, that you've, yeah. cause you'd been ripped off in the past. So I said, look, I am dead plain. I'm dead, sorry, transparent. When you get an estimate off me, it's all broke down. How much the soil costs? How much does the um, cement cost, the labour cost, the porcelain? Everything's broke down, everything's listed, itemised. Um, and I thought, and again, when I set up, I thought that was important because a lot of people in our industry will say, how much for a patio? It's going to be six grand. Okay, so can you tell me a breakdown? Yeah, it's going to be two grand materials and three grand labour. 
So you don't, they don't mm-hmm. actually know what they're actually being charged. Yeah. So I just thought it was very, very important to be transparent with everyone. So when I went to her, I sent her the estimate because I do it there and then with the customer. So I don't go away and send it like four days later. Oh, okay. So, what, do you just go to the van or something then? No, no, so I do it on the phone with them, yeah. So, oh, okay, wow. Well, right. Yeah, so I have an, I have an app which um, which I use. Um, I ask them what it is they're after. They'll say, I want a 30 square meters, the patio. So I have a little a little Mosier tool um, yeah. that goes around and picks off the square meterage. So measure it, it's 30 square meters. So I know I need three bags of grit sand, 30 bags of cement. And so I'll put it in and I'll say, right, that's gone through to you. Um, so they don't need to wait, and then they'll say, as soon as the message back saying I'm happy with that, they'll say, look, these are the dates that we have available this year. Which one would you prefer? That one, boom, done, in. And then don't take any payment off until a week before. I should take the material money up from, um, and then they pay the labour when we're done. So when you send it off, do you then discuss price there and then with people? Or so I do you send that- it and then just go, it's in your inbox, let me know if you're interested? That type of thing. Sometimes. Depending on the customer. Yeah, depends on, because I'm not always confident. So sometimes I think what I have, what Simon Bowler, um, the um, gentleman who's on Instagram, what he said to me is, um, and it's really clever, because I'm on social media and nine times out of ten someone's contacting me because of social media, I'll say, which project is it you've seen? Uh, And they'll say, uh, I've seen the one with the steps through the garden. Well, that was around £9,000. Is that something you're looking to spend? And if they say yeah. yay or nay, then you know you can go out to do an estimate. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've kind of pre-qualified them yeah. on the phone yeah. beforehand to make sure you're not wasting your, your own time. Yeah. So yeah. what I've also started to do, which we kind of spoke about a little bit on the phone the other day, is I, I've i now started to put the prices on the full runs of the job. Yeah. So because... With me, I think what I charge a day um, for me and the lads, it's very, very reasonable. Like the, when I put a video on the other day of how much a job was, uh, it's got something like a thousand comments on it now. And I'd say 500 of them comments are people saying, I can't believe it's that cheap. But mm. for me, it's not about getting, it was never about getting rich. Because I don't think you can, well, you could probably get rich being a landscaper, but obviously as you go at the bigger jobs. But it was more about doing something I actually enjoy, something that mm. I can work Monday to Friday and spend the weekend with my family um, and my dogs. One of them's here. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, we've seen it coming in and out of frame. With my dogs and, um, and just kind of enjoying my life. And mm-hmm. because I'd worked for places, if anyone, if you know, if you, anyone's listened to this or, if you've ever worked in sales, you know you have to work 50, 60, 70 hours a week, coming on your days off. Everyone around you is miserable because they're not in the target and you are. Yeah. So it's it's a constant stress yeah, being yeah, yeah. sales. So when I'd set my business up, I was like, I want my employees to think this is the best job that they've ever had. And whether that be treating them or taking them out to the pub or just just making them feel like they're actually wanted. Mm. Um, and uh, my staff retention's amazing. Like, mm. uh, uh, Rocco's been with me nearly two years. Joe's over a year. Lucas has been about 
I've just took Luke's on. Um, he's been with me three, four months. Um, but they turn up every day. They, they never, yeah. it's delayed because of traffic. Um, they've all got their own vans. Uh, they've all, they're all looked after. They don't pay for fuel. Obviously, I've got a business card, so I've put everything through that. Um, they all get treated. So they're all, when I want them, it, it's a classic indicator of, if we're if we're doing a job and I know we need to finish this today, I don't even ask them to stay late. We just do it. Like they yeah. all do it. And what what is because we have like a group chat. We have two group chats. One without my missus and one with my missus. <laughs> She's listening to this blank that bit out. But <laughs> because like the lads will talk throughout the day in it, and they'll say, yeah, you know, we need to get this cleaned down and. Rocco will be on the maintenance for say Lucas and then me, Jared and um Joe will be on a job and they'll all them two will turn up to help us clean down. Yeah. At like six o'clock. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And they meant to finish at like five. So they'll turn up, they've been late, but yet they'll come and help me. Um oh. so without even asking them sometimes, like sometimes I'll say, Do you mind just giving, helping us clean down? And then they'll just come, and they've never once said, "Oh, it's a bit late," or you know, they just. But then flip days like Christmas, we had as a company we had like three. I think I had about six weeks off at Christmas, <laughs> but my 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 team had like three weeks off, um, all paid, and like I didn't yeah. even we didn't even discuss it. But my my missus is like she is the backbone to my body, like she. I'll try and let him get away with everything and I'll go out on a night out and I'll buy him all drinks. And she's like, no, this has got to stop. You've got to <laughs> rein it in. And I'm like, it's fine. I'm famous on TikTok now. <laughs> like, but she, she <laughs> shots on me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she doesn't yeah. like it. She goes mad at me. But like, I just think it's important to just look after the people around you. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. when you, if you're in that, if you, if you manage to get to that big castle at the end of your dreams, It'd be lonely if you was in it on your own. So I'd like to kind of try and take a few people with me as I go. I think there's a massive fear from a lot of people in the industry about doing things legitimately with employees, which is why there's yeah. so many subcontractors and yeah. so many people that are self-employed, but they're not self-employed. Um, yeah. And we've spoken at length quite a few times just about how legitimacy just creates such a better environment for everybody. Um, yeah. I have two employees um, fully on the books, 100% pensions, holiday pay, sick pay, yeah. all the usual stuff. And I haven't regretted it once. No. And yeah, I, I would 100% do it again. I would advocate anybody does it, as long as you're business ready for it. Um, yeah. I think if you've got the business there, you just have to just bite the bullet and, and do it if you want to. Um, so, yeah, yeah, 100% agree. It's nice to hear you say that. Because I didn't know how you'd kind of scaled up quite so quickly i wondered if you'd just kind of reached out to local companies <laughs> to kind of like yeah help and support and yeah. stuff because i used to do that what i was saying earlier on because I, I keep going off on different tangents that's my adhd it's all right it's a podcast but, you're allowed to do that it's fine. yeah it's, uh, when 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 i was first having issues <clears throat> scott my friend who i used to work for he become kind of my kind of guardian angel in in like like a bit like my own dragon's den type of thing because he had grown a business from no, literally nothing to being a multi-million pound bike dealership. It's now, I think, the biggest used dealership in the world. 
And when I'd left, he was always there for me. He was always, he rang me and I'd be like, say, you know, how are you getting on? And and I don't know if it was him checking to see if I was coming back, coming back to work <laughs> or not. But he'd always ring me and say, you know, how are you getting on? And he'd kind of give me advice and like, I'd message him saying, you know, can I bend your ear for five minutes? And he'd always give me advice. And he's a very, like, I was just, I've just bought a brand new Transit Custom. Mm. And I said to him, should I buy this van or not? And he went, let me look at you, let me look at your statistics and your books and your P&L, and then I'll make a decision. So he's that type of person. So yeah. he won't just say, oh, yeah, get a van, mate. It's going to be yeah, seven yeah, yeah. a month. Yeah, get a van. He'll say, well, what's your P&L? How much, how much is that van going to earn you back? How much more beneficial is that van going to be to a huge van? So he's that type of mate. Yeah. Um, and the amount of times I'd rang him about subbies when I first started taking people on and just they'd give me an invoice and I'd pay it. Um, and he was like, you've, you've got to shake, you've got to shake that off. You've yeah. got for you to grow. Because my goal at the start of the business was I want to grow it to 10 vans, have 10 active lawn care van, lawn, garden maintenance, five, five. So five garden maintenance, five lawn care vans, build it up to five years, sell it. That was, that was, and then I wanted to just go to somewhere like um, Costa Rica or somewhere and just help animals and just live in like a jungle helping wild like a you know like a like a zoo type not a zoo but they're like a what do they call like it a ranger type thing yeah something yeah. where you just like because i love my, me that's how me and memphis got together through the love of david attenborough so i want to just not to the point where i can't do it so i wanted to get to 40 and then sell up sell everything i've got and then move abroad and just like live in the jungle and help animals that was my kind of dream and um it changes as you probably know like doing yeah. podcasts now like you get curveballs from kind of all over the place and austin yeah. was telling me at um uh function things he reckons my this is a stepping stone for something else he said because of how you've grown your social media he said there's companies out there that have a team of 20 people that just don't do what you're doing he yeah, said yeah. so he thinks that a big company is going to come in and just say I want you. Don't care what it's going to cost. You come in. <laughs> so because it's, it's a scary new world, and businesses don't know how to handle it, and they spend yeah. a fortune on getting marketing companies for social media, who equally have had some successes, some not successes. They've got qualifications yeah. in it, but ultimately, the gambling. Yeah, exactly. Big time gambling, um, and a landscaping company like yourself is overtaking on views like massive companies you yeah. know like you know like a huge london-based company like i don't know like like gillette might put a shaving advert out and yours is beating it yeah and you're just putting a staircase in <laughs> it's, know, bonk, it's bonkers <laughs> it really is that, bonkers that's why they, uh, they've got to pay for it we um, did a company reached out i i fell down the trap when i first started of doing facebook ads um when i first kind of started i was doing i was doing some of them i I very quickly learned that sharing it to the local community. Thing. Yeah, the groups, yeah. I got more <laughs> reach. That's that's what drove me on the social media is understanding your um, your analytics. Mm. 
So if I was paying for a post and it was getting 10,000 people, but then I'd share it on the local pages for free and I'd get 30,000 people, yeah. Yeah. that means I've hit 20,000 more eyeballs for free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then why pay for something that, that I'm getting? So then that's what drove me into understanding the algorithm and understanding because Pete, some people look at my social media and they think, oh, he's lucky. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm telling you now, my missus will tell you, there ain't no luck about it. I am on my phone at 24-7 watching videos, watching Mr. Beast and ha- he did a, a video on how to grow on YouTube and I'm watching all these famous people that are making millions and thinking, how can I put that into my into my kind of demographic, into my, um, what's it called, like um, niche um, yeah. and how can I change it? How can I make my videos more interesting? And is it worth employing a full team to to film me? That's kind of where we're at now because mm. if for my goal, my goal has changed now. So I want to be the first landscaper to provide free work for customers, completely free. So I come to you, I don't know how the process is going to work in regard how I'm going to get the clients. I'm doing my first one in June where a customer had a patio done last year and it's horrendous. Like it's yeah. so bad. So I was, she asked me to come and put some edging in because a, a patio was falling. And when I looked underneath it, it was just on timber. Uh, it wasn't on any sub, it was no retainer. It was <laughs> it right. timber in and just put mix on it. Um, and I just went, oh, it's going to have to need relaying. So many cross joints in the pattern. There were so many dips everywhere. You could see uh, bits of um, mould on the patio because it, the fall, it had no correct fall. So it yeah. was raining, it was pooling. Yeah. Then it was mould was gang, uh, gangrene. Um, the the, the mould was coming in. Um, and I thought, it's going to have to be ripped out. And I first thought, you know, I've got some followers now. If I do a video asking people to like and share, this that video it would gain enough money to then pay for it yeah, yeah. put it on and within a week it it gained the money to do the job for free so then mkm said they'd give us the materials for it um so i went and told said, look we're gonna do it we lift it all up but we're gonna do it for free for you and she was like i can't, I can't believe it <laughs> so then that yeah. made me feel like super good and i thought do yeah. you know what imagine if i could just send my drone up in the air find the rubbish garden, crappiest garden that I can find, and just knock on and just say, do you mind if I landscape your garden for you? Yeah, yeah. Like, there's, there's a few there's a few guys in America that do it with, like, overgrown lawns. Yes. Um, yeah, I've never seen it with landscaping. Yeah, yeah, I spoke to him. He told me, he just said, just could do what I'm doing, where you just try and do as free. Who, as, who is it you've spoken to, sorry? The uh, the S, the mowing guy in America. SB Mowing? Yeah, SB Mowing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I spoke yeah, to him. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he does pressure washing as well, doesn't he? I think. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I've never but seen like, like hard landscaping, so that would yeah. be. Yeah, so it'd be different. But then, like MK, I'm keen to to jump on it and help it as much as yeah. they can. And yeah. if with the ad revenue on like YouTube, and I've got a meeting with you YouTube tomorrow to discuss some things with them. Um, but I'm a YouTube partner now, and I'm part yeah. of the YouTube partner program. So they've. I've got a meeting with them tomorrow and I'm going to tell them like what my goal is um, because you get the garden in SOS on TV where, you know, someone's sick or dying and they'll go yeah, and yeah. do the yeah. garden. But there's nobody that does it for just hardworking people. Mm. 
you know, because the average land job to landscape a garden is roughly about 10 grand average. Mm. Um, if you want a bit, something a bit decent, you've got a big garden, it's going to be 15, 20. Mm. Not, many, not many people have just got that lying around <laughs> with no. everything going up. So it'd be so nice just to do it all for free. Like whether it's possible or, or not, I'll just keep going and keep going. And even if I can do two or three a year where you can give back a little bit and the social media pays for itself, it's worth it. I think if the followers have a very easy way of making it simple for them, but they feel like they're helping, you know, with a like, with a share, however, whatever yeah. it needs to do to make it get promoted, then yeah, yeah I think yeah. that's a, think yeah if it feel like helping but they're not really doing yeah. a great that, deal of, of that well, it's yeah, all about engagement yeah. so mm -hmm. because my engagement's quite high my agent has a lot of uh, comedians and celebrities on his on his roster um i'm his only kind of landscaper and when i send my figures to him he's like mate your figures are incredible like your engagement is like next level like on my instagram it, Peter's around between eight and ten, but then my engagement is like eighty-five percent of, of right. my content. So when a brand's reaching out to promote something, if it's right for the company, like eighty-five percent of the people that follow me engage with my content. So it means that even if they sell fifty percent or twenty yeah. percent, it's twenty percent of a million. Oh, well, yeah. ten million people. So. It's, 22 million sales from something potentially so that's where it's it's a bit different with us as a landscaper and gardeners because the, everyone can go out and pick a spade up and try and garden but it's yeah. tough uh so like it's much easier just to kind of get somebody in to to kind of yeah. do it um, yeah and there, there's such an in, like garden renovations or projects the, the before and after element of them is better than anything else in a domestic home. Yeah. yeah. Like before and after in a garden is it's a big space. It's yeah. bright. It's colourful. You know, it's as great as kitchens are and like yeah. renovations. It's limited and it's usually yeah. a little bit darker. But it's yeah, the, the the before and after element I think grabs people even that aren't that interested in the space, which is why I think a lot of this stuff goes pretty mental um yeah. you've um you do like project breakdowns don't you like day is it like day yeah. one day, day two one, day yeah. yeah but you also do it as like part of like a full session so you'll do like the whole project i don't know i don't know how you what you call yeah. Yeah. you've um you've done some pretty long tiktoks how do how do they they go because like tiktok's really an instant thing in it like interested not interested interested and like yeah. some like, a, like a minute or so or maybe even Maybe more, even more. Yeah. Can you get a decent retention on, on yeah. that? It's really weird. So I I don't get them anymore, but I used to get breakdowns off TikTok in regards to uh, where you are in the world for your content. Yeah. And for three months, I was 100% of videos over one minute. So right. I had 100% of the market. Um for three months solid yeah, they don't yeah. send me anymore uh, but they'd say they'd, they used to send you a load of updates but i don't know if they've changed it or not but i don't really get updates anymore um but i used to at my videos over a minute on TikTok. i was i had the number one slot so if you go on if you get your phone now and type landscaping in TikTok, 
and they go on the videos. My video's the first one on TikTok. Um, I guess I guess if you've spent a minute, you're going to invest the extra 30 seconds to see how it turns out, are you? <laughs> yeah. it's, well, uh, I, we I, found I, that some, with some of the retention numbers on the podcast, that if it's like a build episode, yeah, then you, you're not going to turn off after 45 minutes of a 50-minute podcast, because the bit you want might be the last five minutes. Yeah, uh, and I guess it's I guess it's once you've got that interest, it's, you, it's you go right it, through it. Yeah, it's under, understanding your demographic and understanding what they want to watch. Because it the way I do my videos now is every couple of seconds there's a camera angle change, there's a, yeah. a focus change. It's keeping you engaged. Um, mm. And what I, I did that because. Me myself, because I have ADHD, if I'm watching something and it's boring, I'm gonna yeah. swipe. So I'll watch my video as if I was just a viewer, and I'll yeah. watch it like three or four times. My missus will go, "Mark, will you stop it?" And I'm like, "Yeah, no, that, that frame's <laughs> not right. It's not, it's not changing right." So I'm very kind of anal mm-hmm. about it and want it to get it so it keeps people engaged. The reason I started the part videos is because you have to post every single day yeah instagram one you're posting three times a day a real three times a day stories there's so many like things you have to keep up with on your platforms to to continue to grow so the important thing is you can post a video and it'll go viral and you'll get 10 million views on it and then you might not post for three days and then you'll think oh that's all right it's 20k and then you'll start getting 1Ks and 2Ks. Yeah. It's because I've built, like now, I'll give people as much information as they want because I know where my spot is within social media. So, like, for for, for just landscaping, but I know I'm number three in regards to, like, the biggest accounts out there. Mm. So the only way someone's going to beat me is they're going to catch me napping. I'm not going to post or something's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, okay. I can't continue to yeah. do what I'm doing. And the algorithm falls out of favor with me and uses them because I'm trusted now by Instagram, TikTok. And I kind of hate Facebook and I'll go on to why in a minute, but mm. and YouTube is because they know I'm reliable. They know they're going to get an interesting video tomorrow. And my, the retention is going to be high and it's going to keep people on their platform. So they would rather share mine than someone else's because they think, well, we've had 200 million views. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so let, let's use him because he's reliable. Yeah, um, you're holding the, you're holding so, the currency over yeah. the people. Yeah, 100%. No, that's, inter- that's interesting. So are you posting less now then based on that? Have you upped the quality to just kind of go yeah, on Facebook. less frequent? Yeah, so on, Facebook. On Facebook. Yeah, so Facebook. So I have, apart from... TikTok, I have the same, roughly about the same amount of followers on um, each platform. Now, yeah. if you go on my Instagram and look at my comments, it's all amazing, a well done, you work hard, smashed it. <laughs> same on TikTok. You'll get 90% good and 10% bad on TikTok. You'll get someone who's a, a super expert who've got yeah. a, a gift gaff as a picture yeah. or you know, no followers and they've not even got yeah, yeah. faith on it. User 31924. User 34524. So you think, do you know what, mate? I ain't even... Praggy said that to me. That he's like a famous TikToker. He said to me, mate, do not let it... Why would you let someone... If someone comes with clout, 
and then gives you comment, then do you know what? Look at it. But yeah, I know when I do a job, I do it to the best of my ability. And because I put it on social media and I put everything on social media, I check it three times, four times, sometimes five times. One comment on it was, why are you checking? Why are you, why are you putting a, a level on it every two minutes? Well, if I didn't, someone would say, you've not put a level on that. So yeah. you, you have to kind of take the rough with the smooth. The reason I said I don't like Facebook is Facebook is probably 80% negative and 20% positive. Like right. I put a video on, my last video was just put a video on Friday. It's like 1.2, 1.3 million. And I don't even look at the comments because I'll, I'll, I'll look at it and think, yeah, positive, positive, negative, 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 positive. Why have you wrecked that garden? Why, oh, 50% um, flags in there, no room for wildlife. And it's like, it's what the customer asks for. <laughs> I don't go to the customer's house and say, can I landscape your garden? Oh, sorry, I've just got to ask the people of Facebook first. Yeah. <laughs> garden, what would you like? Because uh, I'll tell you what, the show is hell won't pay for it. So yeah. what's, um, what's the most controversial thing that you get kind of challenged on? I, well, I think you get challenged on the porcelain spaces quite a lot. Yeah. I've, I've, uh, quite, a, I've quite a few. What would you say the most kind of, yeah, I think um, you get challenged on the most? It, I, I chopped a tree down. Right. I got absolute yeah, for it. <laughs> uh, but I've got in my garden, so the, the customer who it's for, her daughter, um, she asked me to take some cuttings of it. So I put five in five separate pots put them all with gel in, and then I even got, I've got four, four backup cuttings in my garden in case they didn't take. Um, so that tree has now become nearly 10 plants. Mm -hmm. uh, and they don't see that. They just, oh, my God, you're, you may as well, someone put on it, you need to die. I chopped an apple tree down in someone's garden, and now I've got to die. And wow. that kind of, because I, I, I love animals, as I've mentioned, I'm eco-friendly. I'm not eco-friendly for shits and giggles. I'm eco-friendly because I want to do my bit to help yeah. the, the planet. So like me chopping a tree down, but I've, what was funny, I'd done 10 um, cuttings in case load of fails, but, and they've all grew. <laughs> So yeah, I've yeah. now got 10 apple plants growing. In, I've got four in my garden, the customer's got five, so it's nine, sorry. Um, and I'm seeing her on a night out, and she, she come up to me, and she said, oh, thank you so much for them cuttings. They've all took. Um, and the only reason they had four in my garden is in case hers didn't grow. Yeah. And, uh, and she, was, she was saying, I've seen the comments like, why not do another video of you with your plants? And I said... Well, it drive for one, it drives traffic, whether it's mm. negative or not. Um, but it's, I've, I'd say there's a hundred negative comments on there. Ten thousand people have liked it, and it, at the moment, it's on like two point five million views. So it's literally you've got to just take it with a pinch of salt. I was saying, saying to my missus, because um, I, I was, she was having something to eat, and I said, oh, do you know what I feel like, Justin Bieber? And she said, What do you mean? <laughs> and I said. So because of all the hate he gets, like, because it was a stage where it was just a bombard of hate, hate, yeah. hate. And I thought, like, and then I thought, imagine, imagine the scale that he gets it on. Like, mm. 
because love him or hate him, I mean, I like him uh, as uh, his music, but like he gets so much hate and negativity yeah, yeah. just for being him. Like he's not actually a bad person. Like I know he did some things where he threw eggs at houses, but I'm kind of sure that we probably do worse than throwing eggs at houses. So like it, it, imagine the scale. And then I think, do you know what? I am so small fry. Like, I shouldn't let it bother me at all. Yeah. Like, and and I, for people like I kind of who I follow now, like my hero is like Lewis Hamilton. Like mm. he he did the same thing. He come off social media completely because of the negativity. I think the bigger yeah. you get, the more people will try and throw stones at you because they don't yeah. they don't like you seeing well. They don't like you boasting about it either. Like if you're screaming, shouting, you know, I'm the number one. This, this, that, and the other. They'll think, oh, idiot. Yeah, yeah. You just don't like it, and and that's their own insecurities. Because other mm. countries aren't like that. Weirdly enough, on each platform has a different. Like on Instagram, fifty five percent of my followings in the UK. On, yeah. uh, is it Facebook? I think it's Facebook. Forty five percent of my audience is from America. So like the American audience, the mint, like it's mm. all positive. Like some yeah. some of them are like, why have you not put rebar in that concrete? I'll be honest, mate. We don't get like weather like you. We don't get tornado, <laughs> hurricane, storm, Daniel. Like we get the tail end of everything. Yeah. Uh, or they'll say, oh, you're tiling your garden. That's weird. Like because they concrete everything. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just how it is. But they're just so nice. And when I went mm. to Mexico for Christmas. Um, I was talking to some, some guys there and he was like, um, oh, I love your watch. And, oh, yeah, you know, well done. What you do? I've got my own company. Oh, well done you. Well done, mate. Mm-hmm. And he was genuinely dead happy yeah, for me. Yeah, like, yeah. I want to move to America because, like, the minute, if I come out with your group of mates and they didn't know me, and he was like, um, and I come over and I said, I, I guys, just to let you know, I'm, I've got a million followers. And they just think, dick you know what yeah. I mean? they, they, they just think like they don't <laughs> like people boasting it's just the way we are as kind of no i mean the, the the i think especially older americans they really do kind of appreciate the the hustle so to speak yeah. um you know i met a guy from delaware about six months ago he gave me an extra 50 quid on the project because he, i was doing his daughter's like she was on holiday was babysitting it um and he gave me an extra 50 quid and he's like just invest it invest it in your business you know you're doing a great i, I won't do the american accent he's like you're doing a great job it's absolutely yeah. fantastic just invest it keep going you know more youngsters should be like you and i was like mental yeah. <laughs> that is mental what a yeah you start, you start calling but, them weird, weird yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> it, it, yeah it, was, it was bonkers what, so what advice would you give to somebody that was looking to start out on social media and build a build a bit of a, a presence Social media is completely different to, to to kind of owning your business. Now, people ask me all the time on, on one guy messaged us on Instagram, uh, and my message was laughing because she deals with it. Because I honestly, on a Sunday, we could get 150 inboxes on, yeah. on just Instagram alone. I don't look at any anything else. Um, because you'd be there all day, like with yeah. because t- YouTube's a very um, interactive platform. Um, we get so much comments on 
YouTube. It's all positive um, yeah. on YouTube. YouTube's great for that. Um, but you just physically don't have time to edit. Yeah. Like, I jumped on the podcast with you at, what, 10 past eight, 20 past eight? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was editing my video up until I, I uploaded it like a couple of minutes before. Yeah. Um, normally I'd upload it and then I'd spend half an hour replying to kind of messages and you kind of just try and get us through as much as you can, but it's just, it, it, it is impossible to kind of get through it. So with the social media, oh, that's what I'm saying, sorry. Someone messaged us saying, how are your videos doing their numbers when my videos are better? And he had 2,000 followers. My recommend back was just, you do you, boo. Like, yeah. obviously not, mate. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it's just like people ask me for advice, whether it's on nights out or you know, what do you do. With the social media, if you want to become big on social media, you need to live, breathe, and eat social media. There isn't no way about it because yeah. all them platforms are designed to keep you on that platform. So if you're on everyone at the minute, because of TikTok, TikTok's done it to everyone. Because TikTok is doing short videos, everyone else has jumped on the bandwagon. So um Instagram started doing reels, Facebook started then started to do reels, then YouTube are now doing YouTube shorts. They're all competing with TikTok to get people yeah. kind of on their platforms. So for you to for you to become a social media giant, you need to be over absolutely everything. When they do an update on a on a platform, you need to know what the update is and what the algorithm changes, what your when your demographic going to be sat down the most Easter Sunday, there's going to be that many men just sat there on the phone. You need to be posting three times a day on three different pla on all your platforms. I've got is it four platforms? I don't even know how many I've got anymore. Uh, is it TikTok, Facebook, Insta, YouTube, Twitter? Five? Is that it? Yeah. Have we got more? I don't know. For them, five. So you've got to be posting on the busiest days equally mm -hmm. three times a day all you all your information's got to be correct your um what's your captions got to be correct you've got to be engaging your music's got to be right on different platforms because you can't use any good music on facebook as you go through the comments people are like i hate this yeah. song it's like thank you but i can't put anything else on it because facebook doesn't allow me you tips um instagram's the same you've got to use a trending sound from instagram that particular day you've got to see where the the path of that song is going so you need to find out where that song's tracking on instagram because if it looks like it's not going to do well don't post it you've got to use another song um so it's the reason i say is don't get involved in it because it it, it will consume your life if you if you want to become massive, you, you, yeah. it's got it's the way it's got to be because there are there's people out there like that me that are on like literally like yeah. the matrix plugged into all yeah. forum platforms and knowing what's going on at, at that particular time um, and just making sure that when you fill in your stuff, you, you hashtags are correct. You're not using the same hashtags all the time. You're 
topic because you can select topics. So when when a particular platform is releasing something, an update, if you're not onto that update, like Instagram now have released a topic, which you select the three topics. So if you're not doing that and someone else is doing that and it's a similar content to yours, yeah. who are they going to share is more than yours? They're going to share the, the one that's putting them more effort in. Um, so my advice for someone that wants to become uh, on it, you've just got to live, breathe and eat it and hope that your missus stays with you at all. <laughs> uh, I think that's all the way through self-employment, I think, though, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Um, I think it's clear to see that there's a lot, a lot goes into it that you don't really realise. Yeah. Um, and I think it probably is quite easy when you just, you know, just landscaping, just to think that you've just stuck a camera and filmed you. Yeah. putting some porcelain papers down as simple as that and yeah you kind of i hope this has demonstrated to the audience that there's quite a bit more to it than yeah just that, just, just, just a guy with a lucky viral video <laughs> i know but the thing the thing is with the with the viral videos like you've got um you you you've got to do a viral video one or two a week to survive yeah. at the top um because one viral video gets you nothing like literally gets you nothing like the days where like you'd put a video on youtube it do viral and that's when you can retire <laughs> them, them days are yeah. massively gone like and the way it's becoming now and like the shorts and stuff like i know i hate facebook but i earn more money off facebook than i do all the other platforms yeah um and really need to focus more on on youtube because you do get paid really well off that yeah but, yeah you... Yeah, because TikTok's everything that goes up on top of TikTok, the sponsorships and everything else, rather than the actual TikTok revenue, isn't it? I know there is revenue from TikTok, but the majority of the majority yeah, is everything not, else, it's, isn't it? It's, the, it's more it's the, the deals uh, that come with it. Yeah, it's the it's the brand deals yeah. that that come with it that notice you. Um, yeah, we we yeah we we've signed on with a, a couple of big companies that we're going to do stuff for, but it's. You, you, I do it how I want to do it, like, and that's another thing I'd give to maybe influencers that, that listen to this is um, don't do something and get told what you're going to do on your platform yeah. because mm -hmm. I fell into that trap with my first ever deal. Um, yeah. They'd tell me what to say, they'd do what to do, and it was like, this is an advert. Like, Whereas if a company are going to pay me to tell you that something is actually pretty good and it would benefit you, I'm I'm keen for that, yeah. but if you're going to try and make, I had a um, a, company, a bracelet company, and they offered me five grand to do a video, um, and ten percent of anything that was sold, and I went, we don't wear bracelets, like I'm a landscaper, <laughs> and, and I said, we're not we're not fit for you. It's because of the numbers that we were getting. Yeah. You know, yeah. Right, okay. No, we'll offer you seven. But it's not about the money. Like maybe mm. if you offered me a million, I'd do it. But like, it, it's not about that because no one who watches my content are going to think, "Oh, he's got a nice bracelet on. I'm going to buy mm. that." But I tell you what, the the amount of times where I'm using a sanding pad, and so it's like, where'd you get that sanding disc? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's got to be it's got to be relevant, hasn't it? Yeah. If you, if you broke out of a you know a sped up video where you're doing like a time lapse on, I don't know, building a staircase to start talking about a bracelet, 
people yeah. are like, shut up, idiot. I want to see how the, I want to see how the project gets. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just. Yeah. You've, got, you've got to find. I don't your know own. why you'd want to do that as a brand. I don't know why you'd. you'd no, because in that. Because yeah, yeah, I guess, lot, yeah, just, a lot yeah. of a lot of media companies that ask. So the first thing they'll say when you when they're going to do a brand deal, they're going to ask you for your stats and yeah. what what and what you yeah, what yeah. your overall just what your interaction is. So yeah. a lot of like, I mean, I've got. I mean, they'll never listen to this podcast because they they they, they hate me, but they are my mates. But I, I used to go to the F one with them. And they were like, "Oh, you bought your followers. You uh, you bought your followers." And I'm like, oh, "All right, mate." Like because I, I never got it, and I, I don't understand. Like I, when I, I went to the F1 within the first year, and then the second year when I had a nice car, nice watch, load of money in my pocket, and bracelet. then yeah, yeah, bracelet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the next year when I, I took like I just whenever we went to the stands, I'd just get food and like didn't yeah. matter how much because. F1's my vice, it's my, yeah. I don't go out and drink every weekend, I don't take drugs, so like, no. for me, the F1 is, it's kind of my drug, yeah, so yeah. when I go to Silverstone, I ball out, I think, do you know what, I've worked hard, I've, you know, I've promoted a bracelet, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've, I've got some money, so, but they kind of went the opposite way, and they kind of fell out with me, and then I put some on my social media today saying, um, on my personal account saying I'm so proud like we've just hit 700,000 followers um, and 200 million views and he commented on it and said uh, well if you bought another 200 you'd have the same population as Cheshire and I went another like that's how small-minded and arrogant people are like if you buy your followers no brand would want to do a deal with you because they can see it yeah when you send you when you send you statistics, you'll have your total reach, you'll have your interaction, and you have your followers, and they have a they have a like a, a kind of code where they know how many people. If I was to get ten million views, they know what my interaction should be. It should be yeah. between six and ten million. If your interactions are five hundred not million, hundred, then they know that you bought them followers. Yeah, yeah. When you buy a follower, it's a dead lead. It's a dead thing. Like, they don't like your content. They don't share it. They don't comment on it. It's just a bot that you bought a number, a statistic, but it doesn't mean anything. No. So when, when you send, that's the, that's why brands, when you when they first contact you, they say, well, I've seen you on social media. I love your content. Could you send us your statistics? First thing they ask for. So you send it to them and then they bring you straight back and say, we, we want to do something with you because they can see. Yeah. Um, and you also get shadow banned on everything as well. Um, so if you if you buy followers, you'll just get shut down on the account. So especially when you're into my level now of over 100K, if you were to go and buy 5,000 followers, you'd stop getting views. They'd just shut you down. Yeah. Stop do, you think, do you think people do that that are at that level? Yeah. Yeah. Do they? Interesting. Yeah. I, well, I, I, and I've seen like startup type channels and stuff yeah. do it quite a lot, but I don't think I've ever really been exposed yeah. to anyone that's done it at that kind of level. It yeah, kind of seems I, a little I, bit like I, if you had a hundred thousand followers to get to one hundred and ten, like surely that's just time. Yeah. If you if you're in the game, you know. It's yeah. Weird. It, I I know I know of about three accounts. So when I um. 
when I first kind of wanted to be viral uh, or a, a kind of influencer, I'm not an influencer, but like when I wanted that kind of them numbers, mm. uh, I remember looking at the people who, who were at them numbers and thinking, yeah. right, this is what I need to get to. So I, I think, right, what's the biggest account in the UK? Look at how long they've posted, look at their videos, understanding what they posted. And then you click on it and it'd be like 100,000 views. And then, so if you look at my account on Instagram now, it's like 173 or something. If you look at it next week, there'll be a lot more followers. It mm. consistently goes up between a thousand, say on average a thousand a day. Yeah. Where okay. You look at up some other people's and they're stuck at a hundred. But yeah, yeah, they're still posting every day. They're still doing it every day. So I lose followers every day. Like I lose probably 50 to 60, but where people delete their account or yeah, yeah, just not don't want to follow me anymore. So these there's a kind of graph and a matrix and all your followers throughout the day. So when you look at someone that's been on a hundred and two thousand for a year, it, it's because they bought the followers. So when I when I did a meeting with TikTok, um I brought that up in a meeting. I said, like, why do I keep getting shadow banned? Why do I keep, you know, um, doing this? And it's because the algorithm is constantly searching for abnormal behavior. Right. With when I put, if you put a viral video on TikTok and it goes viral and you've not got that many followers and you get a load of followers, a week later, they'll just shut you down because they'll think, what's going on here? Has he bought followers? Had he bots? So it'll search your account to see if you've got bots, if you've got like right, okay, follow you. And if so you they're, search- searching, they're looking for surges and then flats. Yes. Right. So what, oh, okay. Interesting. What? So it's like what? But TikTok does it the, a different way to everyone else. So TikTok will shadow ban you before they've found the truth out. Once they've found the truth, then they'll unshadow ban you. So it's a con- <laughs> right. it's a constant. It's a constant <laughs> kind of rigmarole of like constantly like getting shadow banned all the time and then you'll get to the point where they just think now nah, they trust you now and they'll, they'll, they'll let you go yeah so i think i think touch wood i'm at that stage now because every video i post will do good numbers so it'll do between five hundred thousand and a million yeah two million views um i was i went through a stage of every week i'd do two maybe three viral videos a week I class a viral video over a million. Um, right. So, whereas Insta now, I've I've kind of got Insta's trust where it's as long as the video is good, it, they'll give me the numbers. Whereas if you go through some of my videos on Insta, it's like fifty four thousand views, and there's about ten videos all in a row that are on fifty four thousand views, and it's like, like I'm a logical guy, not five six videos in a row can all do the same number and it's because you kind of get shadow banned but yeah, yeah. as you're getting bigger and bigger that that kind of chain gets released a bit more and more <laughs> see the dog reaching there as soon as i start touching her she'll she'll touch her <laughs> um, so so what's next because obviously your business is growing yeah your social media is growing yeah but you've only got so much time in the day Exactly. Where, yeah. My next job is I want my missus to come full time, and so she does two days a week with us. Um, I want her to quit her normal job and 
work for us full time. So that'll okay. free me up in regard to like the garden maintenance side. We need to grow the garden maintenance side because we're fully booked with two separate lads. Um, so we need to grow that. But for me, now now I'm close to it. I want to be the number one social media yeah. landscaping account in the world. So I'm, I'm 300,000 people away. So it's probably two two months out away. And I've got some jobs that are coming up. Like I'm putting a swimming pool in someone's garden. Like that's going to be a big, yeah. that's going to be a big social media one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I want to be number one now. I want to be, I want to be the biggest account. And then once, once I am, then I can start saying, right, okay, I can take, I, I want to employ a full-time editor. So yeah. I'm not look, no longer editing. So I can kind of just step back from that a little bit, but I think, I'm probably just going to give it my all for another four years, give it everything, grow it as big as I can, and then probably sell up, sell up and um, go and play with my animals. <laughs> and just take your bracelet collection to Costa Rica. <laughs> of course, that making bracelets in Costa Rica. But, yeah. but it might Austin. be a case, like Austin said, where, where the future lies with me, and because it's the no matter and i think that's why i've kind of got to a successful position that i'm in is if i want something i need to understand it and i want to go for it like and and it's like that for any business owner if you want to be the best in your kind of industry or the best that you can be you need to give it your all you've got to give it your all yeah and, and it's tough don't get me wrong as you boys will know when you wake up and it's cold and it's raining and it's miserable and you've had a bad day the day before, getting up out of bed sometimes is really hard. Mm. But you just need to remember, don't quit today, quit tomorrow. And I think any gardener, landscaper that survived the March of this year yeah. or the monsoon <laughs> season in the Britain has really felt that, to be honest. I think there's yeah. a lot of people out there hurting, especially if you're doing long care. It's been a nightmare. Yeah, an absolute, like that. absolute nightmare. We do, we do lawn care, but we just do yeah. it. We don't take any new customers on now. We just look after our uh, existing portfolio. I'm, su- I'm, surpri- I'm surprised you do garden maintenance, if I'm honest. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, just just because it, just because of the landscaping side of it, I just kind of the land. It just seems like a lot to take on in terms of like three. Yeah, just yeah. Gen- generally, I was just a bit surprised about it, to be honest. Yeah, but but if you make it work it's impossible not to do it. So when I landscape yeah, a garden and then I say, do you want us to look after this garden for 30 quid a month? And they go, yeah, yeah all right. So that's a new client. Yeah, and yeah, then, I guess you're protecting your investment as well. Aren't you? And, uh, and when we do the garden maintenance, we've had jobs from the landscaping to do the garden maintenance. And with the lawn yeah. care, just every single garden that we do, we can provide lawn care to. So that's, as a, eventually I'd like, like, I don't know how, because the social media has gone crazy. I don't know how much my original dream of becoming the best garden in you garden company in the UK, how much that's possible now. But if I could, if I could stick to that original dream, imagine a company that you think of like the AA for breaking down, you think of long stripes and hedges for your garden yeah. across, across the UK that provide anything to do with your garden, ring long stripes. So, I think that, the reason I think the reason I said it was because of the volume of customers that you need at smaller transactions. 
it yeah. can get quite it's quite a lot of communication versus doing larger scale landscaping jobs booking you out like three four days a week yeah. on one job you're dealing with one customer or maybe two if you've got two teams out or whatever but yeah. like if you're in long care you might be doing 15 a week, 15 a day yeah and it's just that volume of like that, that was why obviously i, I run yeah it's well that's why my, my that, business is exactly that i have a lot of customers that are very small yeah. transactions um yeah. and i find the landscaping part of it a lot easier just yeah, because so of the less communication yeah that's why i ended up going to the landscaping and leaving the rest up to tina my missus because last summer when tina didn't um work for me was it the summer before might have been you know i don't even know we're lo i'm losing track of my mind but we, there was a point last year when i was trying to film videos my phone was ringing 50 times a day from mm. 50 new clients ringing me from all over the northwest um and i just couldn't cope anymore and i was like i, I need to either completely get rid of the garden maintenance because i'm on a landscaping job i'd say i'm on a, like a 20 grand job and i'll get someone ring me saying can you cut my lawn for 20 quid yeah like, and you can't be rude you because they're ringing you they're giving you work but it's like and i said to my missus all right please come on you've just got to deal with this now so mm -hmm. that's why i said to her now if we charge 35 pound an hour which is what 42 pound including that um for two lads the lads say cost us what 15 16 quid an hour um say a tenner for the van my missus could make 25 quid or 20 quid an hour and all she has to do is sit there and just manage the detail the, the, the yeah, other yeah, yeah. and then all with the all the other stuff with the landscaping i could top a wage up with the landscaping if needs be but said but if you get another van on the road and get another garden maintenance lad you don't need me at all you can run your own but i'll give you that business i don't want nothing to do with it because it becomes that much of a headache because of all them transactions and yeah. all that interaction. Because every don't don't forget every customer thinks that they're the most important customer. So like, yeah, yeah. and and, right, and rightly so as well. Yeah, of course, because yeah, yeah, it's their yeah. garden. But yeah. you've got to manage that because you're you'll have 150 in your portfolio maybe, mm -hmm. and you've got to treat them all the same. But you can't go above and beyond for one because you've got 150 that you have to treat equally mm. and they're all paying the same money so yeah, yeah. that's why for me like you say the the, the landscaping is a much easier outfit because it's less hassle it's less yeah. you turn up this is how much we charge this is what job we're going to do yeah. and you don't have to you can do 40 of them a year mm -hmm. whereas 150 customers a week or whatever it whatever it is mm. um it becomes hard work for not a lot of reward yeah. so that's why i've said to tina quit your job and get another van on the road because yeah, we yeah. can do it we've, we're a ma we're, we're actually a brand now like we've mm. got that many vans around we've got that much clout on social media we could take another van i mean i've, I've got a new van sat there that that someone could go in we've got all spare tools we could get it up and running and just yeah, put a little yeah. bit of effort onto mm -hmm. garden maintenance. Um, so that's kind of, that's when you say that's where, that's probably my next goal of setting her up with, uh, it's still, it'll still be part of my business, but her just deal with it and just let me just deal with the social media and landscaping. 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I've uh, I've really enjoyed it. It's been a really good insight into. Yeah. I've live worked loads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Away and film a viral video. No, that was that was awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. No, um, it probably won't make sense to people that have listened all the way through because I, I go off on so many different tangents. You're literally allowed to. You know, yeah. we we specialize in. You know, we do we do a podcast that for people that are literally sorting out garden beds, driving yeah. zero turns. Yeah. You know, and you know, there's there's not a lot of industry entertainment, and we might be the only people that they speak to in the industry all day. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can waffle on this; it's absolutely fine. <laughs> right. Thanks, guys. See you in the next one. Well. Thank you for tuning into today's episode. If you would like to share your grassroots story, then please be sure to email us at thegrassrootspodcast at gmail.com and we'll be sure to get back to you and hopefully get you a scheduled slot. We'd love to hear your story. Alternatively, if you've enjoyed today's show, then we really would appreciate a well-worded five-star review on whichever platform you've tuned in from. Thank you very much. Catch you in the next one.